0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever this message mystery issue, you listen to another episode of 6 Feet on the Podcast. I am your 5-foot-9 host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. It was good, everybody. What is going on? Before I forget, let me go ahead and get this out of the way because, you know, I am a forgetful person. You're listening to this. Please, 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 please do your boy a favor. Do your uncle a solid Hey man, say man, give me five stars on the Apple Podcast rating section. You're listening to me on an iPhone. I know you are, don't look around. No, I'm not uh psychic, telepathic. I don't have Espen or ESPN or ESP or whatever the hell that shit's called. I just know you're listening to me on an iPhone. You're listening to me on an iPhone, you're probably listening to me on the podcast app. If not, you're probably listening to me on Spotify because that's one of the other things you're probably listening to me on. Now I'm going to coach you on something real quickly. What you're going to do, if you're listening to me on Spotify, thank you, I appreciate it. You're going to back out of it. You're going to go to the Apple Podcasts, the purple, op, <coughs> the purple App. You're going to look up the podcast. You know how to spell the name, so I won't spell it out. And then you're going to rate the podcast and give it five stars. And then that's going to be it. Because I would ask people for reviews, but the thing about reviews is I don't leave reviews on things I like. So I'm not really upset that you don't leave a review here. Although reviews are cool. It's like a, like a little, how do I say? It's like a high five of, of a sort. Like, it's like, Hey man, good job. But verbally, but I will settle for the high five. That is a five stars. And then Obviously, you listen to this because you love what I'm talking about. and You love the sound of my voice in your ear, the drums. You've already subscribed, didn't you? I know you did because you're cool. We're family. <laughs> Why would you not? Anyways, family, how are you all doing today? Hopefully, you're doing well. Are you feeling well? Are you feeling good? Listen here, man. For you all who are listening for the first time, this is a 6 Family Podcast. I'm your Uncle P. Come here, we break bread. That's what we do. Come here. You don't ask me for advice because you know I give the best advice. You ask me for advice because you know I give the real advice. And on some real advice, before you even get into asking me any questions today here at the dinner table, I haven't asked you guys in a long time. What are we eating? So hey, what are we eating? I don't care. How are we eat, thanks though. Anyways, some advice I need to give you guys before I get into today's feelings in talking about whatever it is I came here to talk about is I need to tell you guys about something that's super cool. I need to tell you guys about something that I feel near and dear to my heart. I need to tell you guys about how cool reading is. I have not talked to you guys about that. I don't think I've ever told you guys about how much I really adore reading. Reading is pretty dope. I might even have to do a podcast episode about it one day. But reading's dope, man. I like it. Ironically, I like who I am better when I'm reading. That no, that does that sound weird? Is that sound weird? Honestly, I don't give a damn if it does. Cause guess what? It's my life. But man, yeah, reading, reading's dope. Yo, reading's dope, man. I just recently um picked up three books from a local bookstore It starts with a B and ends with an N. I'm sorry, it has two words in it. Starts with a B, and the second word uh, starts with the an N. And I was out there at the Barneys in New Builds (laughs) and I don't know why I just made myself laugh there, but I picked up these books and what's weird about it is, is that, and if you're like me, you like reading, you know that like, it's hard to feel alone when you're reading. Again, I'll say this. It's hard to feel alone when you're reading, when you're reading in your just, you know, you're in the book and, you know, you're really totally focused and synced in on the books and you're just listening to it. You're like, yo, this, this, this is a good book. And I said listening to the book because you do listen to books. When you read, you read into, you read, read out loud or you read to yourself and you're listening to the words, therefore, that are being projected off of the, you know, pages into your eyeballs, into your head. So yes, I did say listening to the book. Outside of actually just listening to audiobooks, because I know so many people do that, but I'm talking about reading today. And reading's fire, man. I, I I, love it. I love reading. I love even sitting down having conversations with people about, yo, what's the last book you read? What did you think about it? Like, because it's not reading is a mental map, son. It's not something that you just, not, here's the thing, not people, so I'm stumbling on my words. People do not enjoy reading one because, they don't know how to read And honestly, reading is a skill. If you didn't know that by now, you you do know, although I, I would hope most of my family knows this. Y'all know that, right? Reading is a skill. Some people don't know how to read. You know that, right? And I'm not talking about in the sense of like, well, duh, people don't know how to read words. No, 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 no. I mean, these people know how to read words, but they don't know how to actually read words in their head and then speak them out loud. It's actually a crazy thing to think about. It's never been a problem of mine, but once I learned it it was a problem that some people had, it made me realize, wow, it's actually a skill. Reading is a skill. Secondly, uh, and I don't know where I was going with that first portion, sorry, but (laughs) secondly, why the reading is so cool is because honestly, man, it opens up your mindset of different things and different ideologies. I've read books that it just. I, I, I know I, I could never even go back to my own personal way of thinking after reading certain books and I read books. So I'm like, yo, this is some nonsense, bro. Get this nonsense out of here, dog. I'm not dealing with this. Like this is stupid. And that's the beauty of reading, man. It just, it, it's a whole, it's a whole new world to bite somebody's corny ass song. But yeah, man, reading is dope dog. I really enjoy that. Um, As I bring, get into it today. About what we talking about today, man. I I couldn't. I've not talked about COVID probably since maybe March. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Maybe May of last year. I think this is the last time I even brought up COVID in an episode. Like I don't. I like I really don't think I've ever talked about COVID really. And so let me give you guys a little background on my opinion on COVID. Then that's if you feel like hearing my opinion on COVID today. So if you don't, you're like, yo, last thing I care about is hearing about someone else's, you know, opinions and, you know, misinformed uh, guidelines they give on life because of COVID. So let me tell you first and foremost, my opinions on COVID is this. Let these motherfuckers do what they want. Now, I know that might sound really harsh, but here's the thing. It's been proven that going on almost a year in this now, right? People that have shown that they want to do what they're going to do, when they're going to do, who they want to do it with. And if you take it serious, you know, then you take it serious. If you don't take it serious, then, I mean, you don't take it serious. But then there's people like me. And I will say this. As I just said, let these people do what they want to do. Right. When COVID first hit, I kid you not. I kid you not. And when I say first hit, let me back that up. When the quarantines and the shutdowns and lock-ins first hit, do you know where your boy was at? Now, if you're a day one listener, you know where I was at, actually. You actually know where I was at, because it's been documented. I was in New York. Yeah, fam. I was in New York. I was in New York, as they were calling this the epicenter of, you know, the whole pandemic and whatever, whatever. March 13th, I was in New York, fam. In New York City. I was out there, I was living my best life. It was the first time I'd ever traveled by myself. I had actually planned a multitude of things for the month of March because again, if you all have been following me since A1, day one, you listened to me back then. I, that month, uh, you know, your boy was really big into naming and giving months, you know, nicknames and things like that. Wasn't really trying to wasn't sure I'm trying to find my foot in this stuff. So I was like, March is a movie, and March was gonna be a movie. I was going to go to New York. I was attending a party of another podcaster. Shout out to him. And, um, you know, that shit was Liddy McGiddy. I don't know why I didn't just shout him out in Greek of the original uh, OG Black Man, the original Black Man podcast. Um, It's a fire podcast. But anyways, I went to his party. It was cool. little day party. First time I ever partied in New York. After that, I was set to go to... uh, Maryland, which I did the very next day. I went to Maryland, met up with the Meme and All podcast. Shit was fire. Love those guys over there. They're the first ones to ever teach me anything about podcasting. And the homie Pablo Jester will be on a episode soon, if he hasn't already been on the episode. I don't know when I'm dropping this. That's the beauty of when you start podcasting. You start doing episodes, and you be like, yeah, I don't know, when I'm dropping this. Truth be told, some of my episodes are so pre-recorded that I listen back to them, and I know I think to myself, damn. I can't believe how outdated this sounds. But anyways, man, so I do all that. I'm supposed to come back. After that, unbeknownst to some of y'all, I was going there to do stand-up comedy. The show I was going there was set in, I think, like Manhattan or something like that. I was living... No, I was in Brooklyn. I I was staying in Manhattan. And it all got canceled. Every single thing got canceled. Every single situation got canceled. And so obviously, we know what happened after that, right? But let me get back to my point of view where I'm like, yo, let these people do what they want to do. Because when I came back from New York, fam, I went, unbeknownst to me, straight into grind mode. Like, I mean, it was televised that you probably should get tested, and you probably should, you know, also, um, you know, you should probably get tested, or you should probably quarantine. Remember, this is back in March, bro. Like, really not really sure how how stuff is really working. So I came back, um, uh, you know, did my thug, this on my house, wait for my family, did whatever I did, went to work out a short period of time, never got tested. And you know, your boy's fine. And I'm not jinxing myself or not bragging. Like I'm not like, yo, that was good. I went to New York and I didn't get COVID. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying was like my disinterest in that whole situation which was COVID I was just like yo just let this shit pass hurry up let me get back to my work let me get back to what I'm got going on let me get back to my life you know simple you know the simple optics that most of us all were trying to get under like yo when can I get back to my life because that's what it matters right my life my life matters obviously my life matters so much that I will do whatever it takes for me to get back to my normal whatever that means in some sense it matters (laughs) And so, yeah, man, I went through that and I didn't do, you know, I didn't do like the self-care of really sitting back and like really just taking the time off. Because I remember some of y'all was getting paper. I saw y'all, you was getting paper. Y'all weren't going to work. Y'all was getting the paper. I was sitting at the house doing the arts and craft. Nah, son, at the time, I was working a job that was still considered essential work. And that was actually just some bullshit. And that job was some bullshit. So me and you worked with each other at that job. Share my sentiment to them. It's been enough time, I think, with some bullshit. But, hey, anyways. So at that job, I picked up another job and I was doing some shit that, you know, doesn't concern you. And I was working two jobs, bro. I was working two jobs, working like crazy, doing all this, right. All during this madness of like, yo, I'm going to just work my way through, um, the work my way through the pandemic. And when everything's sweet again, and sweet again then I'll be able to go. And what's really funny about that is, is that Recently, one of my favorite podcasts, textually active podcasts, shout outs to producer E, my boy Meezy, and the lovely, lovely Nubian nugget uh, that is Rez. Um, So really, what really, really, really got me was the simple facts where when I really looked at their show they recently posted a a, like a episode about like your anxiety types or something like that, or how you deal with certain things. And one of the things they pointed out on the show was that um, people can have like the, the preoccupied anxiety or whatever, where they just work their way through their problems. They don't really deal with them. They just continue working. And I caught myself on that, bro. Like I caught myself on that. I was working a solid. I talked to you guys about this. Like I was working a solid 50 hours in one job. And I started 30 hours in another job, 80-hour weeks, bro. I was, I was pulling it. I mean, I was pulling in some money, but the thing is, is what happened after that, and this is all makes sense on why I say let people do what they do. I, I'm, I swear to God, guys, this all makes sense. So I'm making that money. I'm doing the thing. Um, boy, your boy fucks around and has a motorcycle accident, almost breaks his leg, fucks around, says, nah, son, I'm not taking no time off work. Just wrap my leg up. Let's go. Let's keep it pushing. And I get into a car accident. Boom, smack, hit a tree. And then now I'm out of one job and it's like, damn, son, I'm, damn, that son, that, that job was fired. Kept me, held me down with the money and all that. But it was whatever. I, I still got the top job. And then some bullshit happened with that, that bullshit first job. And then your boy lost his damn jobs both in the month of August. I went from having two jobs, no job. Shit was crazy. And you know what happened, man? My anxiety shot up through the roof because I now had no way to work through my busyness. What do I do? Where do I go? I mean, thanks, Uncle Sam, for helping your boy out and maybe giving him a couple of ducats, you know what I'm saying? On that unemployment, I appreciate that. But where do I how do I deal with my anxiety? What where, where do I go? And so at that point, bro, I'm driving myself crazy. I'm like, can't wait for the normalness of the world to come back. Can't wait for the normalness of the world to come back. Please, normal, normal, come back. Whatever, whatever, right? And then I started realizing bro what you talking about waiting for the normal to come back? Yo, my God, even if the world like magically like shot back to what it was tomorrow and you got rid of your mask and everything was solid, my nigga, you do not have your jobs anymore. <laughs> Nothing will be normal about your life in the sense of what was your life prior to March 13th, 2020. Like, no, bro, like that, that reality is all gone any jobs anymore and so that's when I started realizing I had to build what I felt was my reality and what I felt I wanted and what I felt I needed and that's when shit started getting wrecked for me and that's when I'm here to tell you guys how I feel about COVID-19 is this let people do what they want let people do what they want when it comes to COVID-19 after this vaccine occurs Now, I would want people to be responsible. Don't get me wrong. I would love for people to be responsible. I don't want to see no one else die from this or hear about anybody else dying from this because luckily I don't have a person close to me who's passed away from this. That's just my luck. That ain't a lot of people's luck. And so as I think about that, I'm like, yo, let these people do what they want because it's what COVID has shown us and it's proven to us is that the greater good does not have a say on who is the greater good because for what I think is right and how I think I'm going about trying to be correct in wearing my mask and washing my hands and keeping the distance, blah, blah, blah. There's obviously an entire population of people who think I'm totally tripping. So to them, I'm on the outside being the minority, I'm sorry, the majority, Imposing my will on them as the minority and I vice versa am the minority looking at them as the majority of the reason why I can't get back to how things used to be. So yeah, let people do what they want to do when it comes to COVID after the fight, for, after the vaccine comes out, and people are able to get vaccinated and stuff. Let them do what they want. It's been proven to be shown that unless you use forceful will on humans, they don't necessarily negotiate well with just conversation. Historically, I could try to speak it out with you. But historically, in wartime, if I just shot up that fucking village or acted a damn fool and murdered a bunch of people of yours, then you would get my message. And I'm not advocating for none of that because that sounds wild to me. That sounds wild. We're not savages anymore. But understand, that's how people used to operate. And seeing to the fact that I don't want us to operate like that, and I don't think we should operate like that, it's simply been shown that just talking to people and telling them that's not working either. So then you say, OK, Uncle P, so if one isn't working, then the other must work. No, no, no. What I'm saying is I am suggesting that we chunk it up to allow people to make the decisions on how they want to go out. Because here's the thing, man, even if you wanted to, I told you guys this a million times before. Don't be like me. I went through shit, so you hopefully don't have to go through this shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to ever lead a fool to a thought because you can't make them think. It doesn't matter how right you are. You're always going to be wrong in someone else's mind. And that being said, man, when you really look at it, it's like this. The funny part to me is I know people who are uh mask abiding citizens. You know, I know people who do the, the six feet and the, the social distancing and all the good stuff. I know people like that. Right. And I know on the same token, these same people are like, yo, I'm not getting that motherfucking vaccine when it comes out. Which blows my mind. I'm like, listen, you either wearing a mask and you getting the vaccine, so you are trying to see if you can get, you know, vaccinated from this, or you're not wearing a mask and you think this is bogus. Which one is it, bro? I'm confused. Because if you're wearing a mask, and you saying you're not getting the vaccine, that's crazy to me. That's wild. Was even more particularly raw to me on the most pettiest tip that I can say, and you know, I hope I don't get canceled or no one tries to sue me for this, but I know some of y'all clearly out here doing cocaine. Like, I know some of y'all who actually do cocaine. I've actually seen some of you guys actually do cocaine. Now, whether I do cocaine or not, it's none of your business. Get out of my damn business. I'm a grown person. Stop asking grown the people their business. But no, I haven't. Anyways, uh the, the flip side of this is like, yo, fam, how... Y'all, how y'all, how y'all taking coke up the nose? But you scared to take a vaccine? Say, that make no sense to me. And okay, let's take the coke out of it. Perks? Perks? Perks anyone? But no COVID-19 vaccine? Codeine? Oh, I remember that was really a big thing for some of y'all. Codeine, never really my thing. Tried it once. Couldn't really deal well. But no COVID 19 vaccine? All right, cool, cool, cool. Obviously, I'm not going to put marijuana in there because that would just be ignorant of me. But, like, seriously, I, I've seen some of you drink a full bottle of alcohol by yourself, straight up poisoning your body, my nigga. And you, like, going to tell me that you don't want the COVID 19 vaccine. And I can hear you right now, like, oh, what are you talking about, Uncle B? Yeah, it's the virus. You'll put the virus inside you. Okay, bro. I totally, I totally get it. Listen, 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 listen. I can understand why someone would be hesitant on getting this vaccine. I definitely understand this because the one thing the government has shown us is it don't give a fuck about us. In a nutshell, uh, for the most part, government don't care. What's gonna happen to broke people? Is just gonna happen to broke people. That's life. And honestly, it comes down to this, right? um y'all say no to these vaccines which is cool i can't say that anybody should be forced to do anything but it's like damn son ironically if you got the measles shot well which i got that shot i'm old enough for that i didn't get the chickenpox shot cuz from my understanding Either it wasn't a shot or they didn't have a vaccine at the time. I'm not really sure what the situation with chickenpox was, but I got chicken pox. I remember that. I remember that. I was like five years old. Remember, I think I was like scratching my leg. And then when I went down to go use the restroom, like went and looked at the, the little scratch on my leg a little bit more. Notice that another scratch, another little patch on my leg. Chicken pox used to really, bro, chicken pox really used to be a thing, bro. Like it's really not a thing no more. Chicken pox isn't a thing anymore. Kids don't get chicken pox anymore. That was that was straight up like every single kid went through chicken pox at one point in time. So, yeah, you got chicken pox, just nasty. And then you got it, and then you got rid of it. You know what I'm saying? And now you see those weird ass, like real scary ass commercials that be like, I had chicken pox as a kid. If you had chicken pox as a kid, you have the shingles disease in you, which basically means when you get 50 years old, you're going to get chicken pox again. And it's like, God oh, damn get chicken pox again maybe i should go get that chicken pox vaccination i don't know and i'm kind of going on tangent but my point was to all this is is that like if you have like these vaccinations for these other diseases which i know a lot of people younger than me have uh like for the chicken pox situation it's like yo fam you see how that helped you right like you're like vaccinated you have like these exposure to these, you know, immunizations and things like that inside your blood. I'm not a scientist. I don't want to use words that are wrong, but I understand the concept of vaccination. Like, you know, I understand that. I understand why people do that. Um, But what still to this day confuses me is the scared or not the scared. I definitely understand the concerns. But the ideology of like, yo, say no to all vaccinations, vaccinations are bogus. And it's like, bruh, yeah, says all the people who died from like, I don't know, like pneumonia back in like 1930. Like motherfuckers get pneumonia every day, B. As long as you got like, you know, a cool little immune system and you got the ability to drink some Theraflu and you got a weighted blanket, you're going to be pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. All right, right? I mean, you know, put your hand up and tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, and I could be wrong. <laughs> but again, to get back to my point is, it's just like, man, I, I wish, I really wish this shit was as black and white as it really is. Because this ain't just affecting us from 2020 going into partial 2021. This is going to be a part of, this is basically going to be the defining moment of my generation. I've already accepted it. Like yo, what were you doing during the the quarantine? That's that like, that's gonna be such a hot line for so many of us. What were you doing during the quarantine? Uh, stories, war stories on top of war stories. What were you doing during the quarantine? And, you know, and that's just gonna define us. But my thing is, is like, man, I, I really wish I could define everything with this, and I really wish I could give, you know, a a really good piece of think piece of advice on how you guys go about this. But I'm personally going to be so 100 with you. Let them folk do what they do. I think that, you know, once they get to the point where everybody can have the opportunity with the vaccine, you know, because it's going down the line of like, you know, healthcare workers and blah, 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 and whoever the hell's. And, you know, once that's already happened and, you know, these folks have Gotten cleared and everybody's gotten the opportunity to get the shit, and now just open up the floodgates, son. Open them up. And the reason why, okay, let me stop this because I understand how context works. the The biggest reason why I say let people do what they do to get back to my point is because it comes down to choice. Because just because you open the outside back up and you allow people to do what they do, does not particularly mean that you got to go outside. No. 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 You can stay in the house still. I'm sure there'll be things in place to be like, "Hey man, you know, like if you don't feel safe working at the office still, you can work from home doing this." I'm pretty sure there's plenty of things that's going to become in place with this. But Like I said before and like I still say again Is that you have to let people do What they do at this point with this shit And I'm not Saying it to be reckless or to be funny Or to lols I'm just really saying That like not offering People the choice to make A choice is Some bullshit And that's my only takeaway From why I hated quarantine so bad You didn't even give me The option bruh you told me to go sit back inside, and then when I sit back inside, I'll tell you when to come back out, but you never told me when I could come out my room. Basically, I got put on punishment for something I ain't do, and I ain't never been able to come back outside afterwards, which I ain't trying to sound too conservative or liberal or whatever, because y'all know I don't play around with any of that when it comes to picking sides. All I'm saying is just like, hey, hand these people the rope, and if you know the rest of that expression, you know how to finish that off. Listen to another episode of Six Feet of the podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance. Uncle Poochie. And like always, ladies and gentlemen, please, please, please allow the peace to kill the evil that's has come from within you. Until next time, I am out.